your greetings and salutations. Welcome to Tanisha's Reading Corner Podcast. I am your host, Tanisha. Tanisha's Reading Podcast is dedicated to anyone who desires to make reading a daily habit as a form of self-care. To stay updated when a new podcast is uploaded, please subscribe to the channel. In addition, you can find me on Instagram at Tanisha's Reading Corner for many book recommendations and tips and tricks on how to keep reading a daily habit. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, happy Wednesday, everyone. All right, it did. Excuse me. Today is Wednesday, June 31st. It is the last day of the month of May. Oh, we are almost there halfway through the year. How we all feeling? How we doing? Before we continue on, please hit that subscribe button, leave a review, share with family and friends, help grow the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, wherever you're listening, please share, help the channel grow. Also, another house business, we are all on YouTube. So yes, all of the podcast episodes have been uploaded to YouTube, including this one. So also, if you're a YouTuber, go ahead and have a listen to that. Share those episodes as well to help grow that channel. Get more people reading as a daily habit. So as I said on Monday, we were going to include the weekly book challenge into Wednesday's episodes. You know... I just felt like it just needed to be included and not keep it separated because then days go by and yeah. So the book challenge that we had on Monday was to review your reading goals for the year. You know, we're halfway through the year now, as I said, and sometimes we can get a little off track with life and everything. So just take a stop back. If you had any goals at the beginning of the year, what were they? Are you on track with them? And just come up with an idea of what they were. Now today, part two of that is to make a plan moving forward on how you're going to achieve those goals before the end of the year. Case in point, my goal this year was to get more reading done. Which is why I started this channel to begin with. To keep reading on a daily basis. Which I have been slacking off on because, you know, life happens. So my goal this year was to read 50 new books or not, not even 50 new books, just 50 books in general. This could be new, this could be old books that I want to reread, just 50 books. Um, as of right today, uh, June 31st, I have read 11. Actually, no, 12. 12 books I have read. Yeah, I'm behind. So making a plan going forward, I will need to read at least 6 to 7 books a month in order to catch up. So, this summer, I have a whole lot of books I'm going to be reading. So, instead of sitting from the TV, I'll be reading a book. So, I'll, please, also, follow me on Instagram. You'll be seeing my journey with that as well, too. I'll be keeping a counter up there at the top. And I'm also including that goal into my reading journal. Now, some of you have been with the channel for a while now. We have discussed reading journals here for quite some episodes. There's also an episode called Why It's Quintessential for Book Lovers to Have a Reading Journal. Have a listen to that episode if you don't know what a reading journal is. Uh, Listen to that, then come back to this episode. So, what I'm going to do also, including in this episode moving forward, is a reading journal prompt. I really want you to get used to using your reading journal because I want... I want to help you guys get in the habit of just using your reading journal because I just for me I feel like it's such a great tool for readers to use that way we can get more involved with what we're reading we can remember what we're reading we can it just helps 
in general. And so the reading journal prompt that I want you to use is the very last book that you read. I don't care what you read. I want you to dedicate an entire two pages to writing a book review on that book. That's it. That's your reading prompt. Just write a book review. It can be it can be two pages. It can be one page. It can be a paragraph. Just get in the habit of writing in your reading journal and just see what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, who the author was when you read it, how many pages it was, or just however you want to arrange it. Just dedicate a page in your reading journal for that. That is your reading journal prompt for the day. And every week I'll give you a new reading journal prompt. And also there's a hope to keep me accountable as well too because sometimes I get off on it as well. So we're doing, we're doing this together. We're doing this together. So now that we have done some business in housekeeping business, today's episode. So this, for the rest of this season, I really want to dive further into the genre that is the romance novels. And the reason I want to do that, because I want to, because I feel like there's just so many sub, um, sub genres within the romance novels that I just feel like I want to keep touching on. For me, it's my favorite genre, so that's why I want to keep doing this as well. But for each genre that we talked about in previous episodes, I want to do this with. But I also just want, I don't want us to move past that just yet. Because I just feel like this world, I mean, we got a lot going on in this world right now. And we could use a lot of love. So I just, something within me is just telling me, don't move on from this subject too quickly. So we're going to do some more book reviews that deal with the romance novel genre. And we're also going to have more articles and more discussions in future episodes moving forward. So stay tuned for that. But this week's episode is I came across this article about this woman who wrote a page about how romance novels are ruining relationships. Now, as someone who loves the romance genre, I felt a little attacked on this. I said, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to hear you out. You know, I am someone I don't like to judge. I don't like to, you know, hmm. but I can't help but feel like a little cynicism there. Cynicalism, cynicism, cynicism. Yes. So I went further into a deep dive on this and the article basically stated, well, in summation, romance novels are bad for women's health and psyche. And it was written by Susan Gilman, who is a relationship psychologist at Cambridge. So basically what she states in this article is that romance, reading too many romance novels create unrealistic expectations on relationships because they don't obviously I mean it's it's easy to write about a relationship and whatnot it's another thing to actually live it on your day-to-day life and it's an idealized version of love you know it's the perfect man meets the perfect woman they fall in love and then they go off and live happily ever after and you know it might encourage I mean it doesn't talk about I mean, at least how she described it these relationships again are idealized very fairy tale like um, no, not a lot of communication skills or uh, obviously a dominant male and a submissive female in most of these stories. But there were some discrepancies in her article. A lot of these novels she's referencing are like pre-2000. So obviously times have changed. We have to keep that into consideration. Doesn't make it right. But I'm just stating as someone, again, as I read, as I stated, as a romance reader, the ones I've currently been reading, 
they are definitely more female centered so I kind of wish she could update that a little bit but she does bring up a good point it might could, oh, not really <laughs> I'm not a judge but judging uh, her article let's go let, let's let's say that says that these type of idealized love might encourage women to engage in doing ex exercises activities that uh they've tried a way of trying to relive what they read and they might end up getting themselves injured because of it i mean that's extreme but i mean she did the research on it so i'm just gonna let it go but one thing that she said was nobody man or a woman romance reader or non-romance reader should be making their decisions based on an idealized version of romance and i mean truth i mean that is a very truthful statement true isn't that just common sense though i mean obviously what we're reading is fiction fiction by definition is fake non-fiction by definition is not fake so when I'm talking about that, this is obviously a fantasy. It's feeding you a fantasy. It's in a world of escapism. That's why we read. It's why we have fun with it. And so, you know, her, I mean, I, she does make some good points along the way. So I will state that. But I mean, obviously, well, yes, if you spend too much time reading about it and not time actually living out relationship, then that could be a problem too. But there are, I just, for me, there are so many good health benefits for reading romance novels that I feel like she doesn't even bother to touch on. So it's very one-sided. So, I mean, and all my, as some of you have been listening to, I like to have both sides of the argument. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. And then we'll be right back with the good side of reading romance novels. These are the podcast. Did you know that your period is not supposed to hurt? Periods are normal, but the pain should not be. Inflammation occurs naturally on your cycle, but painful periods indicate that the inflammation is higher than it should be. That's where Semaine supplements come in. Semaine, PMS supplements comes packed with nine superpowered plant extracts and minerals. Semaine will not only help to lower your pain levels, but to also support your body naturally from cycle to cycle. For more information, go to their website at Semaine s-e-m-a-i-n-e health.com also follow them on instagram at Semaine health also listeners of the podcast when you find a supplement that you like to use your como code tenisha's reading corner to get 20 percent off your first bottle again the promo code tenisha's reading corner to get 20 percent off your first bottle now let's get back into the episode Let's dive right back in. So as I said before the commercial, let's get into the good side of reading romance novels. Again, different strokes for different folks. Not everybody likes a good happily ever after story. Like everyone has like to have, have every story end up positive. But you know, reading happily ever after can bring a level of comfort to some people, especially those dealing with anxiety, depression, and in some cases, loneliness. Now, there are some certain studies to back this up. You know I love a good study here on the channel. So one such study was done by an American Journal of Emergency Medicine, which noted that reading romance-type novels were effective with coping strategies for emergency health workers. 
especially those during the pandemic. Obviously, it's a preliminary study, but what they saw was that, you know, they encouraged a lot of their workers to read books as a way of de-stressing, and they found that a lot of them gravitated more towards the romance novels. Also, another study done by the Psychology of Aesthetics, Creativity, and the Arts. The study talked to readers of various different genres, like like horror, obviously romance, adventure, mystery, such and so on. And they had each of the groups uh, pick, they tested to see how quickly each of the groups could pick up on social and emotional nonverbal cues, such as, you know, facial expressions and body language and whatnot. So uh, they were asked to decode a person's emotions based upon a black and white cropped image. And as I turn the page of people's eyes. So the images are of people's eyes. And so what they found in this is that the romance readers tended to perform better. So what does that mean? Basically what this study showed is that romance novelists, not romance readers, there we go, are more able to feel more connected to people and they're more able to pick up on communicating with people as well too. And why is that? Well, I mean, as all, most romance novels are all about relationship. It's all about how you feel, how you express how you feel. And so if you're more in tune with that, if you're more, if on a weekly, monthly, daily basis, you're reading things that are helping you to empathize with people, you can readily see that in other people. You're really able to see how someone's feeling before you even ask them. If you're picking up on body cues and whatnot. So again, that's a good bit of it. Not only is it good for you, but it's good for helping you to recognize that in other people and how you can best help them. And that's why I love it. That's why us all, all us romance novelists who are out there who love us some good love, because this world is so fallen, as I've said many times, and that we just need more love in this world. And you know what? My top four reasons as to why I love to read romance novels is that it just increased my overall joy and happiness. <sighs> you hear that? That's how I feel when I'm reading a romance novel book. It's just sweet. It's rom- like a better term. It's romantic. Keep repeating myself. But again, it's that aww type of thing. And, you know, it's it's... I mean, especially for those who are reading this channel who have never really been in a healthy relationship and never experienced it, never seen it, reading about healthy relationships can also help you to identify what you want out of a relationship as well, too. And honestly, I, I, I have to disagree with the article written by, you know, Miss Miss Gwilym, uh, is that there are a lot of romance novels now that are being written that are female empowered centered and so and it does and there is consent and there is things like a strong non-toxic male lead and there is all these different genres all these different varieties as well too and also one thing that I love about it that I didn't think I would is that it inspired me to travel now I have a whole bucket list of places that I want to go to as well after reading about it but I mean I do agree with the article on one thing is that if you read too much of it it can kind of yeah it can get stale it can get old and it can kind of again 
you know, too much of a good thing is not very good. So I will say that if you have been reading back to back to back to back romance novels for a couple of months, a couple of times, maybe take a break, read something else, and then come back to it like an old friend. But again, just in summation, do romance novels ruin relationships? Are they bad for our health? And I say no. Okay, you can make the argument out of any genre do horror ruin you know um your ability to sleep because it's a scary thing no does adventure make you want to just mystery uh make you suspicious of people no i mean again these are works of fiction it's fake it's not real it's a fantasy people are not that gullible can you just give people the I, I don't know, maybe it's me. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that they understand what they're reading is just that a work of art. It's a work of fiction. It's something for you to admire, to you to think about, for you to contemplate. But obviously, it's not going to happen like that in real life. You know what I'm saying? Give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, we're not stupid. We're not children. We know this is fake. And that's what I really didn't like about that article. It made it seem like we were all idiots. Like, we didn't realize it. But no, there's good and bad in everything. So there you go. Well, that was a lot. But as always, I like to end all of my episodes with a nice little quote. And so this quote is by Amy Waterman. And it states, regardless of whether a romance novel is written well or written badly, it's the same theme that remains. Love matters. And on that note, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tanisha's Reading Corner Podcast. Please subscribe to the channel here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Leave a review, share with family and friends, help grow the podcast. Also, follow us on YouTube. We're on YouTube, so share the channel is there as well. And, oh, we have our website is up at www.tenaciousreadingcorner.com and also follow me on Instagram at tenaciousreadingcorner. For more tips on how to keep reading a daily habit as a form of self-care, we post weekly on Wednesdays. And until next Wednesday, I wish you all good wellness and good reading.